1: Welcome to Farms Advice Agribusiness Podcast. The podcast for agribusinesses wanting to grow through finding the right opportunities and linking up with the right technology. We will be connecting you with the stories from across the sectors, leaving you with the tools and knowledge to implement into your own business. Follow us on our social media accounts at Farms Advice for further motivation to grow your enterprise. G'day and welcome back to the Farms Advice Podcast. Today on the show we've got Mick Gould. Mick Gould was on maths recently. Yeah, Mick, how you go, mate? Good luck. How you doing? Yeah, excellent. How's sunny Queensland going for you?
0: Oh yeah, not too bad at all. It's uh, yeah, beautiful southeast Queensland at the moment. Nice and cold in the morning, but um, yeah, bloody plenty of lambs. though. you'll probably hear them in the next uh, the next little bit squealing, trying, wanting to get fed. <sighs>
1: Fat little bastards. Anyway, that's a bit To the background for us that's perfect that's it so, excellent after you on the show today you're probably you're one of our first influencers do you do you think you' influencer or Oh, nice. it's a, it's a
0: strange word this
1: influencer thing because um
0: oh, I, I don't know i sort of don't don't think of myself as too much as, as an influencer like even today at work people were asking and like freaking out about how many how many followers and that you have, but I don't sort of see it like that, but I know some of the other people buy followers and all that sort of jazz and what a waste of
1: money that is. Yeah. It's a bit bullshit when you're going out there to buy followers (laughs) when you can just rack up 150 like yourself. (laughs) (laughs) But it's funny. I've been losing.
0: um, It's funny. The more animal stuff I tend to put out without me and the photos, the more that they, the more you don't get followed, the more you get unfollowed. Um, so yeah, for instance, like on the weekend, I put on a photo, I'll put on a video of me mate, uh, me mate well, excuse me, some um, riding a bull and yeah, next thing you know, you just get unfollowed. But if I were to put a photo of me up, you tend to, you still lose some, but not as many as you would putting other stuff up as all photos of animals. And it's really weird and really weird how it all works. Eh? I, I'm still learning. I, yeah, it's weird.
1: Yeah, it chops and changes so much. Um, I did it for a living in London. Um, and you can never really know what what's going to uh, be the best engagement for it. But
0: I, I know what the best engagement for it is nudity. Nudity <laughs> is unreal, mate. I did a thing for the Naked Farmer and it went absolutely ballistic. So I got, got me kid off in the backyard here and it went absolutely ballistic. But... Um, but yeah, like normal normal content for me is just me at work or me uh, on my little hobby farm here, and it's sort of um, yeah, it's strange. You don't get that traction that a lot of other people get posting videos or photos of themselves in with a bikini with their tits and ass hanging <laughs> out. It's, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's such a fickle world, but that's the way the world spins, isn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely. I see like just flicking through your Instagram. You don't really care what you put up. It's just no. Well, there might be structure to it, but you can't see too much, and it's just like pretty genuine sort of thing you're doing. Yeah,
0: Oh, that's it. I only, buddy, um, I did a couple of photos, and my yeah, my mate's daughter, buddy, showed us how to edit photos, and I, <laughs> I edited one and was like, ah, oh, no, I can't be bothered doing this. But you see others that are just filtered to the absolute shit, eh? You oh, know, it's it's hard for some people to realize that people don't look like that in real life. And yeah. I try to, I try to actually, yeah, not edit anything. So I actually look exactly how it looks when you're taking a photo or taking a video or whatever. So it's just too much effort doing all that stuff too, isn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now there's some cracking photos on there.
0: Definitely. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some good ones that haven't made
1: the cut yet, but anyway, <laughs> you might have to get them to yourselves. That's it. Uh, jumping into the podcast for just to get us started, give everyone a bit of backstory to who you are and where you've come from.
0: Oh, yeah, so uh myself I grew up on in the uh northern suburbs of Brisbane. Haven't really had uh too much to do with agriculture at all, but um growing up and that sort of thing, but I'm a, I'm a plasterer by trade, plasterer slash jack-of-all-trades, master of none. Um, so, yeah, sort of I work for a couple of different mobs and we fly around Australia doing uh, bank and shop fit-outs as well as um, I've got my little hobby farm here where I live in Gympie with my girlfriend. And, um, yeah, it's just small, 11 acres Um, 11 acres and, yeah, 25 to 30-odd sheep pending how many more lambs I get soon. But, yeah, if I won a lotto tomorrow, I'd have tens of thousands of acres acres somewhere and the only people that would see me would be the local pub and survey. That's it. Oh, what a dream that would be. (laughs) Yeah, wouldn't we all? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Just sheep farming,
1: living the dream. Have you looked into getting into, like, a bigger farm or...? Oh really absolutely it. but yeah?
0: it's it's not an option financially for me at the moment if yeah. um I sort of would love to work towards it um in the next uh you know in the next sort of five ten years sort of thing in in the my girlfriend and I's plan but um yeah right at the very moment it's sort of not uh not financially viable for me to go too many other places after the black hole that married at first sight put me into. But anyway, <laughs> that's another bloody story. That one.
1: Yeah, definitely. So touching on a bit of maths, married at first sight. What happened here, and like, what got you onto the show?
0: Oh, I was actually working, um, working in Brisbane, and I I got talent scouted. I think is the word, and I in no uncertain terms, told him to uh, leave me alone. But it wasn't until <laughs> a mate of mine, I oh, was a bit more colourful language than that, especially at 9.30 or not on a Friday night. But, yeah. Uh, and yeah, it wasn't until a mate of mine said, oh, he's from the country and he loves country music and he's got animals. And they sort of pigeonholed me as the uh, farmer from there. But then they really lied to me and they said, you um, we've got you paired with someone amazing. We're going to do heaps of outdoor filming and, Blah blah blah. Basically pierced in my pocket and it was the complete opposite to it. So um I've got no one to blame but myself. I should have done me done me research and all that sort of jazz, but um I didn't. So yeah, the joke's on me, basically. But <laughs> but now it's all right though, with um, you know, got the met the girlfriend and yeah, she's
1: living up here with me, so it's great. All panned out quite well for you. Yeah, in the end it did, yeah. So Is it Mrs. Kayla?
0: Yes, it is. Yes, Kayla off, um, she's on the Honey Badger's year of The Bachelor.
1: Yeah, right. I saw that. um, And then you've gone down to Adelaide and done a, did a run in your undies for the Cancer Council?
0: Yeah, yeah, around Adelaide Oval. That was the first time I'd run since I snapped the ACL in my left knee about five years previous. And I didn't fall over, so that was pretty good.
1: Yeah, it's good to see that like nudity is a common theme for you, of course.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, look, someone's got to do it. Even if you've got a very ordinary rig like yourself, you just, you know, get it out. Get yeah, absolutely. It out, get it angry, get it done. So no, that was um, no, that was good fun because we went down there for yeah her sister's engagement party and um that was part of it and yeah watched the watched the cricket afterwards did the um the Adelaide Overclimb and all the fun stuff, all the touristy stuff. So, no, it was good.
1: Yeah, perfect. So, there's no question coming soon for Kayla or <laughs> Which, time to time tell?
0: What is, is dinner ready?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Pretty well, mate. Pretty well. <laughs> That's it. So, going on maths, do you see like a huge difference of who you were before and who you are now? Like you've got a lot oh. of people following you. Does it change you as a person, you think?
0: Oh look at that that particular aspect of it hasn't changed me i I don't look too much into that, but I think the um, the relationships have sort of changed because nowadays I don't sort of like going anywhere unless it's um, work or the shops and then home. Um, I try to avoid people and crowds like the plague and it's and it's a funny thing you've got to. You, you talk about like mentally preparing for a game of football. Like you, fed you I have to mentally prepare to go out in a crowded situation because you know you're going to get harassed. You've got to talk to people. You've got to answer the same question a million times. And uh, it's, um, yeah, it's different, eh? It's, it's yeah, life's changed. Definitely for myself, I, I yeah really dislike going places now. <laughs> so so if,
1: if you run out to the shops, like people are coming up to you and wanting your signature, or just oh to not,
0: yeah to talk, um, not so much where I live. I think everyone's over it to be honest with you, because they just sort of go, oh yeah, there he is again. But if you go, um, getting sick, of you. like if we go down to, if we go down to the Gold Coast, like for instance, one of the boys off the show. Uh, Mike, we go visit him occasionally, and um, yeah, if if we're together, um, yeah, it's yeah questions and yeah, um, you know the questions and all that sort of jazz. So it's one of those things you mentally prepare to go there and there see him, and then quickly hibernate up to up to our place, and then never do it again. It's great, but
1: yeah, one of those one-off thing, sort of things. I like hear yeah, a few. Yeah, once in
0: yeah, oh yeah. Someone <laughs> moves, so they think they're getting fed. <laughs> they're just, yeah, of course. God, they're the fattest sheep in the world, mate. I'll tell ya. Fair income.
1: Yeah, it's pretty pretty green up your way then. Or well, few, we got, um, <laughs> oh, we got um.
0: Oh, we've yeah, a few too many buckets for these guys. Now we got a heap of rain in um in February which the Bureau of Meteorology missed. Fair income, unreal. Um, of course not, and. Since then, yes, yeah. Yeah, surprise. But since then we've had we've had not much. So it started like when that rain hit it was really green and beautiful and the um, the ground bounced back again. But it's starting to uh starting to die off again now. Um obviously winter and so nothing's really growing. But we i st- I've still got a couple of I've sectioned it off so i am getting into the rotational grazing of my place at the moment just to give a few paddocks a spell. And that seems to be working a hell of a lot more, a hell of a lot better than just letting um, these bloody white things just eat wherever and whenever they want. So they're a bit restricted at the moment. So yeah, giving paddocks a a break and everything like that. So just the little things you learn Um, basically, yeah, just chewing the fat with farmers everywhere,
1: everywhere I go basically. Yeah. We do love to chew a bit of fat, with the neighbors or whatnot.
0: Oh yeah. 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 Basically most people, most people that knew me before the show. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. So that's all good fun.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I saw like your green shirts, um, on your Instagram. What's this all about? And what's it do?
0: Oh, the, the green shirts movement is basically, uh, it's a grassroots agricultural uh, movement to basically take the word green away from the greenies, because everyone knows the greenies are the exact opposite to the word. Um, they hate everything to do with the bush, the um, rural communities, ag- the agricultural people. Um, all you've got to do is look at the land, land management, land vegetation laws that these buggers are bringing in, the lack of, um, vegetation management leading to a lot of the bushfires and everything like that. So, um, and at the moment, they because because the Greens are in with the Labor Party at the moment. Um, so, basically, the Greens um, Labor needs green preferences to maintain um, you know political uh, political superiority to the to the Liberal Co- Coalition Party. Um so a lot of these rubbish laws that the greens are pushing um that labor are pushing out is basically backed by greens because otherwise they'll go um separate ways again so yeah it's just it's just more common getting more common sense into the ground and basically it's a it's a consultation for um like Mark ferner the the queensland agricultural minister for is, like to consult farmers to consult people in the agricultural industry before making more crap rules and more red tape that basically uh, contradicts everything they're trying to do. Um, And it's, it's little, it's little things like that, but they're starting to get, we're starting to get a real foothold into it. Um, The the latest thing we've had um, Dr. Peter Ridd come on board um, with and fighting a lot of these uh, reef, reef regulations which is just utter bullshit and some of these some of the laws that labor are pushing out have misqu- mis- misinterpreted science and the science is out by, by in some instances 3000% just when measuring um, when measuring percentages of um, pollution in inverted brackets out into the ocean um, they're being indoctrinated yeah three so with sometimes 3000% error, error rates um, yeah, right. So, so basically, this bloke, Dr. Peter Ridd, worked for the work for the Queensland um, sci- Science, whatever you bloody call it. Um, sorry, James Cook University, and he had he had his research, and he's you know Dr. Peter Ridd, like he's a he's a very knowledgeable, smart man, been doing it for years. And basically, the Labor government didn't like the research that he was coming up with the end result, so they sacked him. Um, because it didn't fit their agenda, so this is the sort of rubbish that um, that the agricultural industry, you know, um, farmers, farmers, fishers, and everyone in between are um, are fighting at the moment. So um, yeah, we we're getting a, a good foothold at the moment. So it's it's been good to be a part of actually and push um, to push this sort of thing on onto people and let them know that. Um every everything you buy at the shops has a direct a consequence to to um you know Australian jobs basically.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I've seen like online there's a huge movement. Um there's a big Facebook group. It's got nearly one and a half million within like just this year of Australian products. Um
0: Yes. Yeah, Australian made, Australian owned sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, there's a few like there's a few different ones. Like they're all doing the like excellent job around um advertising australian made but just Mm, i think tying all those into the one um i think people can get lost as everyone wants to take a bite out of it themselves which is good but like we have five different sites that we could do in the same thing Um, yes if we communicate that it'd be a lot better
0: it'd be a hell of a lot better yeah but there's um but even like the buy from the bush and stay in the bush and everything like that has been um, has been bloody good. Sorry, my girlfriend just lifted her shirt up. Fair income, <laughs> unreal, darling. <laughs> no, see, um,
1: it's dinner time. No, uh,
0: it's there's been um, no, there's been a lot of a lot of grassroots push for for buying Australian products and um, especially buying direct off farmers uh, is is one of the biggest things. So a lot of so a lot of prices don't fluctuate up and down um a lot of prices yeah don't fluctuate up and down, so therefore they're allowed to have a more stable income and everything like that for instance, like you look at the sale yards a lot of the a lot of steers are selling you know $1, dollar seventy dollar eighty a kilo live weight but there's there's one company in particular i buy my meat off and they've they've got a minimum price of three thirty um three dollars thirty a kilo live weight so farmers are able to have a a more of a guaranteed income as opposed to, you know, taking their taking truckload of cows to the markets and hopefully Joe Blow's there willing to pay top dollar. So um yeah, so then the farmers stick with them in the good good times as well. So yeah, it's it's pretty cool to be a part of that and be able to push um push that sort of agenda on people as as far as being a, you know, in <laughs> influencer in inverted brackets um yeah look that sort of that sort of stuff's pretty cool and you get i get a couple of messages or oh, a, a lot of messages actually people saying thank you and um people saying oh look this is a product my friend has can you can you push that it's um aussie made blah 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 so i've got no drama sharing stuff on my instagram of of um you know people that are Having a go out there, um, you know, buying Australian products and all that sort of jazz. So, yeah, it's it's good. It's pretty cool that way.
1: Yeah, it's great to see. Like you're able to actually use your um, your own like online community to push these products for sure.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's good. It's it's yeah, probably the most well, it's one of the rewarding things about doing it actually. But yeah, you have a look at other people's. Instagrams And what's they're doing And yeah God It's there's some rubbish uh, That other people (laughs) Other people are doing Yeah they're selling Some
1: spray tan That they don't even like Or something like that
0: Yes Yes And for instance um, One of the girls Off off the show That I was on I won't mention Her name But uh, I was talking to her And she goes Oh I'm getting paid To promote this mop I've never (laughs) seen this mop Or never used it And um, Yeah She's getting paid To promote a mop Never fucking used it And it's just like, it just, and people, people bloody still follow her, you know? Like, yeah. oh, you got me bugging. Anyway, yeah, I've,
1: I've seen a few adverts of people from Love Island and, like, they've been selling washing powder. I just, I bet they didn't think they'd be selling washing powder after.
0: <laughs> washing powder, teeth whitener, yeah. bloody Bondi, bloody whatever it is. What uh, yeah, bloody tan. Because they wouldn't be, wouldn't be promoting anything smart, that's for sure.
1: No, of course not. Uh, oh, but it's, but it's excellent to see go. that you are like getting into that for like the green shirts movement. What do you see it being down the line? Uh, like policy making saw- or more lobbying? Yes,
0: abs- absolutely. It's um, it'd be great to have it. Um, it'd be great to have it as a consultancy based thing. O. So basically, like oh this. You know, farmers are going to the to the head blokes and saying, look, this law isn't working, it needs to be changed. And then whoever's in power um, can be consulted on it and change it or um, or vice versa. Um, if, buddy, someone wants to bring something in, consult it. Because if, if you've got experts in a field that aren't being utilised, um, it's, it's rubbish. Like our, our farmers put – what is it? Our, our farmers annually – can feed seventy-five million people with the amount of produce they're doing, and the red tape and all that sort of crap that's being kept continually pushed on them is um, isn't oh, impeding their their ability to to produce the food that we all eat um, and the products we all consume. So, uh, yeah, it, it, that needs to, that needs to happen. So. It's it's yeah. I would love to see that sort of thing to be to be a part of that and be able to help. So yeah, absolutely. that'd be pretty cool.
1: We like at the moment we see bananas coming in. They've got like a bit of a bend, so we can't sell it in Woolies. But then they're importing someone else's in. Um, which should be black
0: spot on them too. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. About making these sort of different markets for the products. Um yes. it all helps.
0: Oh, yeah. And yeah, t- oh, like tipping out seconds and ah, oh, all that sort of crap is just yeah, it's it's disappointing to see product product that's equally good and nutritious, but it's got a, a blemish on the outside, just doesn't get a look in anywhere. So yeah, things need to change. But yeah, if you if you like people avoid Coles and Woolworths and and that sort of crap and go to your local greengrocers. Um, yeah, that's where, you're, that's where you've got cheaper produce for the consumer and better quality stuff because it's local, less CO2 emissions, which is everyone's bloody keen to get on board these days. So that's where it needs to happen.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think, like, the green shirts movement's excellent. Like, I see, like, uniting the soil, sea and city. Um, there's a lot of yes. um, differentiation mm-hmm. between city and country and people trying to, like, bring the divide closer. Um, but maybe like uniting together. Um, rather than seeing them as two different entities, it's just seeing us all as yes. the same one. We're all eating the same food. So why not um lobby together? Absolutely. Or our yeah, own yeah, products. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So that was the the good thing about the, the green shirts is that we had that there were individual individual groups that it was the fisheries that were fighting fighting laws by themselves um the trucking industry the mining industry um farmers growers you you name it so everyone was everyone was fighting individually for a, a, the common cause so it's basically united the agricultural industry to um to basically unite we're all in it together um trying to push it uphill. so it's yeah it's good it's good to see it's going a long way now
1: yeah of course um boy like yourself how how do you measure the success of like the green shirt movement like you get these people messaging you through but, yeah like, do you have a measurement for it oh the suc- There's the success
0: of the green shirts will be when um you know the the main Everyone gets consulted in in laws and rules and regulations they're bringing in, but um they yeah look it's it's not it's not done and dusted yet it's not over yet, but um the messages you get from people saying thank you and et cetera et cetera is uh yeah it's humbling experience to be a part of to be a part of that and get the get the messages someone's taken time out to so write you are um, you know, an elaborate message they send through Instagram—it's—it's it's pretty cool, actually. It's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, I don't, yeah, I like that actually.
1: Yeah, it'd be pretty uplifting if someone like sent you a message through, um, and wants to get in contact or whatever, or just purely to thank you for the outreach.
0: Yes, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I get sent through some funny videos as well. eh? like the <laughs> other, what was it the other day? I posted a, I posted a video of a bull. And it's got the biggest set of nuts I've ever seen in my life. And I'm buddy, and these blokes send me a video and they've actually cut out the, cut out the agates and they've gone, where's its nuts? Where's its nuts? And they put it back in and, oh, it's hilarious. Oh, I love shit. it because there's a lot of effort's gone into that.
1: <laughs> yeah, bloody
0: hell. <laughs> oh, hilarious. love it.
1: Yeah, it's a bit different. <laughs> Mix it up on the Instagram. That's perfect. Oh,
0: yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: For yourself, like, do you see a bit of a correlation between being a tradie and working in ag? We're both like hardworking um, industries, but do you see like there's similar similarities there or?
0: Oh, there is, yeah, yeah. Like being yeah. a tradie, you're up, um, oh, you're up before the sun rises, and yeah, it's um, yeah, there's heaps. Even I know I work harder at home, but in maintaining my place than I do as a um, as a tradie but yeah there's always stuff to do always something to do but yeah I love it I'd yeah if I got given a farm I'd be all over it oh god the dream get off the tools and just yeah not go anywhere all day happy days
1: yeah absolutely for like the construction industry I see like the processes in place um are probably a lot better than the ag and what trying to achieve with farms advice is bring those across from different industries, take something each element from another industry and just get people to implement it, adapt and adopt into their own enterprise. Yep. Um, and become a lot more efficient.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
1: so, so Yeah. For yourself, like the property down the line, what do you have in in mind? Like are you looking for sheep or cattle or Oh, i
0: love, I just love sheep. Everybody they're, they're cool little buggers and um yeah, look. If a if the sheep pushes me over, I'm not. I don't have a five hundred five hundred to six hundred kilo animal standing on you. It's only about a hundred kilo. So um, no, I like lo- I like the sheep. You can handle the buggers yourself.
1: Yeah, you can and tackle them. Like, you can't tackle a bull.
0: Oh, you could. It'll just yeah. It'll end up <laughs> probably snapped in half or something. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sh- yeah sheep would be the guy. But look, you know. If I won lotto on the right farm, come up I'd do whatever. Actually, <laughs> yeah, but we got yeah,
1: a white yeah. Dorper stud at home, so we'll have to ship a few up there for you.
0: Absolutely, I'll be out looking out for a ram actually soon. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Hopefully the borders are open by then. We can bloody bring a ram up.
1: Yeah, I'll have to get onto the old man and see how we can get.
0: Absolutely. Fair. I'll hold you for that.
1: Yeah. Rudder.
0: Road trip. Road trip. Let's go. All
1: good. So for leading towards agriculture and farming more so than plastering, it offers a good balance for yourself up there in Gympie, you think?
0: Oh, like yeah, it's good, yeah. It's good to
1: come home and have a beer and look at your own piece of land.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's always, um, I still work occasionally in, you know, down in Brisbane and that sort of thing in the hustle and bustle and you come home and it's just nice and quiet as a, and you know, just, Animals everywhere we feed the magpies on the deck, and oh, it's just so relaxed and so nice, I eh? you get to see the uh the stars in the nighttime, and yeah, yeah that's we've good. got a pony we've got a pony at the moment, so the missus is trying to um trying to break the pony in unsuccessfully at the moment, but that's good, <laughs> that's the fun' isn't it?
1: yeah, absolutely so like without getting too personal, for like your mental health coming up like dealing with all the media and stuff how did you survive all of that it's pretty hectic oh, it's been chucked in the ring
0: oh, it was insane it was insane um yeah the and they really offered no support no nothing and um i know my my parents were really worried about me coming off the show um i thought i was all right dealt with it in my own way but yeah looking back i was i was an absolute bloody mess after the show just yeah, mentally was was all over the shop, eh? It was it took us a while to come to come good, actually. Um, to put a smile on my face and all that sort of thing. So I kept in contact, close contact with um especially one of the boys, Mike, off the show, so down the yep. Gold Coast. And um, we were talking about it one day and he said it took him a long time to get his to get the smile back on, on his face. So um, I took to, uh, I took to a psychiatrist after the show for a little bit. Um, the one that the show like buddy they, they they provided, yeah, I just chatted to her for a bit because um, yeah, watching watching the television shows back was very hard as well um, because everyone like the next day everyone thinks that exactly what they saw on the TV is what happened last night in real time and. Um, the, wor- the worst thing is is you finish filming and you've got oh, you know six weeks to six weeks to get over it before it films on, on air, so on TV. So you've basically six weeks of mentally dealing with it, and you move on and carry on. and yeah, next thing you know, you're, um, yeah, your wedding's getting put back on TV again, and you've gone from, you've gone from being a nuffy no one really knows you, where you live So all of a sudden the spotlight photos, everyone knows your name and everyone wants interviews and buddy, this, that, and the other. And it was, it was bloody overwhelming. I hated, I hated going anywhere. So hence yeah, why I still hating on places.
1: Yeah, I bet. Like you can't really prepare for that. Can you, you don't know like if it's going to be a big outcome at the end or like you'll just flunk out and no one really know about you. But,
0: Yes, absolutely, and even, and you sign you sign up to it to meet someone, and you're really, you're really at their mercy with how they portray you, um, what they cut and edit, and all the rest of the rubbish. So you're really at their mercy, hoping that um, they shine you in a good light and how you think you are, as opposed to what they think you are, um, because yeah, that was what a lot of the a lot of the issue was with a lot of people were complaining about their missing crucial elements in the store in their story. They thought blah, 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 all the rest of it. So yeah, it's, um, it was, yeah, it was very, very overwhelming. And the, the worst thing is as well is everyone like the first night I was on the show, I got, I got about 450, um, text messages and about 150 phone calls that first night. And, um, and yeah, so you just got to turn your phone off. And then the next day it's phone call, phone call, phone call, text messages. Why don't you reply to me? Hey, let's go for a beer. And these are people you haven't seen in, haven't seen in 10 years, all of a sudden want to be your mate again. And, um, yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing. And then all of a sudden now, yeah, you just, (laughs) now you're not famous. No one wants to know you again.
1: Yeah. you, You shoot up to the stars and then you drop down like even quicker. Hey.
0: Yes, yes, which which is absolutely fine by me, but I can see yeah. how um, I can see how some people, yeah, really struggle with it because it's basically an overnight thing now. Because I can walk around shopping centres and stuff now, and you'll get a couple of odd looks, but no photos or or nothing like that. But um, yeah, some people who love all that attention now, you know, will be walking around and there will be nothing. So yeah, poor buggers.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It looks to me like you've come out on the other side, pretty good. Um, you may have had like difficulty straight away, but you're holding yourself high and like getting back into plastering, and also this green oh, yeah. shirts.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was straight back in at the couple of days after um, after getting off the show. <laughs> I was straight <laughs> back into it. Yeah, straight back into plastering. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, building stuff and yeah, all the fun shit.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. So thank you very much for coming on the show we might wrap it up there leading on a little bit um no was for like the Farms Advice podcast who would you like to hear on here and why
0: who would I like to hear on here I tell you what um I'll no more maps interesting... in ag. no more maps no there's um mate, one of the one of the green shirt boys um who who I I chat on to and get along with really well like by the name of Bryce and Ed, um Probably the smartest man I've ever met, and he's he's balding at twenty three. But don't take that away from him. But uh, I'm going
1: grey at twenty six.
0: so. Oh shit! I'm pretty well practically grey at thirty four. But anyway, that's another story. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. He's he's really above, like he's above and beyond of knowing all um, all agricultural rules and regulations. And he's a smart man that's that way. I tell you. Yeah, right. Eh?
1: Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll get in touch. Um, well, I might get details after the show. That'd be perfect. Absolutely. So for so anyone easy. on the anyone on the show, um, where can they follow you? It's Mick Gould underscore Mick underscore yeah, eighty six. Yep, that's it on Instagram. And
0: yeah, shoot a message and um, I'll endeavour to reply. But, yeah, uh, absolutely.
1: yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks very much for that, that Mick. Yeah, all good. T- no dramas, mate. It's time to go. The dogs are going, so all good. That's
0: it. <laughs> and I'll get a ram off you. Don't worry about that.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Talk soon, Cheers, mate. mate. Cheers.
0: Thanks, buddy. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening to the Farms Advice podcast. I hope that we can help you fill in the gaps of your business to help you grow into the future. If you'd like to get in touch, see how we can grow your agribusiness, please visit us at farmsadvice.com.au. Please share this podcast with your colleagues, friends and family to help us find the right audience to improve Australian agribusiness. Hope to see you next time. Cheers.